Hey guys, this is David, aka Bible Scribe. Thank you for checking out my podcast today. I just wanted to remind you that I also have a YouTube channel and a blog. This podcast is a rebroadcast of my YouTube videos. You can find my YouTube channel with an easy search for Bible Scribe. My blog is www.bible-scribe.com, and there you can find notes from my broadcasts and contact me directly using the contact form on that site. So please find a way to connect with me or my other listeners, and God bless you in your search for the truth of God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Now to the podcast. Hey guys, it is Bible Scribe again. Thank you for joining me. Rooted in Satanism. Just two religions, really. So this video came out of just some studying I was doing on various religions. Uh, I was actually kind of prompted by the Holy Spirit to do this video because of some of my study surrounding progressive Christianity. Uh, And the progressive Christian movement right now came out of the emergent church movement a few years ago, which was before that called, you know, something else. Um, and it's, it's always this push, this movement that's on the forefront of Christianity that's pushing Christians out of traditionally rooted Christian values. But in studying that religion, I started seeing commonalities between different religions. So what I wanted to do was put this video together where we look at all these different religions and see that common thread through all of them. And it does lead us to some conclusions, and that's what's interesting about this. So let me pull my slides up. We're going to go through a lot of different things in this video, but to start with, we're going to look at this. We're going to look at all these religions, all these religious movements, groups, whatever you call them, Judaism, Catholicism, Muslims, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, the New Age movement, Gnosticism, Kabbalism, Hermeticism, Thelema, Progressive Christianity, and Atheism. All of these, so we're going to go each by each of these religions, and we're going to ask a set of questions about each one the same points on every single one so that we can start to develop an idea of the commonalities between them. So the the points we're going to really examine about each of these religions are these points or statements. The statement that I am God. If, If in that religion you see yourself as divine or a divinity uh, or the only divinity. So there's a a variety there, but just the, the idea that you are a God, then morality is relative, or there is no morality. Uh, That's a point that it seems very common between a lot of these different religious practices. That morality, either either there is no morality and morality is irrelevant, so anything anyone does is okay, or the idea that there is a morality, but it's relative to you and who you are and what you think, which essentially is in 
in a logic, in a logical end, that's the same thing. If everyone can decide on their own morality, then it's the same as having no morality because your morality conflicts with mine, mine with yours. I think that killing people is good. You think that killing people is bad. So if we all have our own morality, then morality does not exist. The next point is that Jesus is not God's son. That's one thing we're going to see as a very common thread through most of these religions is that Jesus is not really the son of God who he claimed to be. God is evil. So this is a statement that you wouldn't think many religions necessarily have, but they do. And, and it's very common uh, in a lot of these religions and some that will surprise you to say that God is actually the bad guy. Then Satan is good because the opposite side of that coin oftentimes in some of these belief systems is that if God is evil, Satan was really the good guy. So we're going to talk about that with each of these religions. Then the idea that there are many gods, quote unquote. Whatever you think of the term gods or God, uh, a lot of these religions say that there are many of those. You can worship lots of different ones. You can, essentially, that's maybe the common theme is that the, the object of worship, there's many objects of worship instead of just one object of worship. <clears throat> then the idea many of these religions have that there are many paths to God or to enlightenment or to ultimate fulfillment as a human being. And so the, a lot of these religions, you know, we as Christians say there is one path, Jesus Christ is the way to God for us, but a lot of these religions, it's any path goes, all paths are equal, uh, it doesn't matter how you try as long as you try. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in regards to each of these religions. But then the final point, just flat out, I hate Christians, okay? Um, some of these religions we're going to look at, would state this outright, but others, it's it's like an undercurrent. It's not something they would say, but it's true about their religion and how they act. So again, it's one of these things that seems to be a common thread. So these points are going to help us go through each of these religions one by one. And I think as we start to do this, we'll talk through each of the points in regards to that religion and how it plays out for them. Uh, but as we get to the end, we're going to look at kind of a, I put together kind of a spreadsheet, a matrix of all these different things and all the religions at once. So once we've gone through and talked about each one, I think that will show you the vast commonality between all of these other religions besides Christianity. So to get started with Christianity for each of these points, the point I am God, no we as Christians know that we are not God. Uh, we are humans. We were created by God through Christ. And so there is in no sense in which a Christian, a real true Christian, according to the scriptures, should believe that he is either a God or the God. All right. So I am not God in Christianity. <clears throat> So morality is relative. A Christian would say, no, morality is not relative. Uh, morality is established by God. That's why it's not relative. It's absolute. And every human is beholden to the same set of moral standards given by God. 
anything other than that is essentially stripping authority away from God. So uh, a true Christian, one who is a traditional Christian in belief, believes that morality is not relative and that God has established that and we are to follow it. Then the statement, Jesus is not God's son. Well, obviously a Christian, the name Christ in the term Christian, should believe in what Jesus Christ himself said, and that was that he was God's only son. It was said many, many times by him and the apostles. Uh, so it's obvious that that is what the intention is. God is evil. No, a Christian obviously doesn't think God is evil. A Christian prays to God. Uh, and, and this is at the direction of Jesus, who we've established as God's Son himself. Uh, Jesus tells us to pray to God, to worship God, that God is the highest. And so God is not evil. He is acting in our best interests and expects us, again, through the moral ethics he's laid forward, uh, to please him in doing good things, but that he is out for our benefit to help us stay on the right path, <clears throat> to stay on the righteous path, the good path that leads to the good eternal things that he has planned, the spiritual things that he has planned, uh, a return to the nature from which we started before the fall, a return to paradise. Um, all these things are what God has in store, and he is good in his intention to get us to those things and has provided the way through his son, Jesus Christ. So there is no sense in Christianity in which God should be thought of as evil. Uh, Satan is good. No, uh, the way traditional Christianity and the Bible talks about Satan and uh, many other writings is that Satan was the fallen one who refused to obey God, was thrown out of heaven, and then tempted man to do the wrong thing against God's command in the garden and eat the fruit. So uh, Christianity definitely does not believe that Satan has any good qualities, that his goal as an accuser, as an adversary, is to draw people away from the good, which is God's plan. There are many gods. No, a Christian would never say there's many gods. There is only one. It is Yahweh. It is God the Father. And he is the highest. And he is the God. <clears throat> and so there are not many gods to be worshipped. Jesus Christ himself points us to worship the Father. Uh, and so as, as the highest God, he is the one we worship in that capacity only. There are many paths to God or to enlightenment or fulfillment as a human. No, Christianity says there is one path. Christ says the only path to reconciliation with God is through him, through Jesus Christ, knowing who he is, believing in him and what he had done and what God did through him, uh, that there is only one path to God and that is through reconciliation and that only comes through Christ Jesus. Because we have sinned and cannot be, we cannot be united and unified with God if we have sin. Because that is the opposite of what God is. He is holy. I hate Christians. No, I guess a Christian really can't hate themselves. So uh, on this point, final point for Christianity, just 
No. So none of these items on this list uh, are are valid for Christianity, and and that's intentional. So what we're doing is now we're going to throw every single one of these other religions up against these points and see how it plays out and talk about it. So for Judaism, so the, the religion of the Jews that before Christ came was established on mostly uh, for the most part on the Mosaic Levitical law and God's interaction with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. Uh, and so that religion then obviously morphed after the time of Christ because he truly uh, he truly destroyed the old covenant in destroying the temple in 70 AD. So Judaism shifted a lot at that time. The Pharisees kind of took over the religion and the, the Babylonian rabbinical teachings kind of morphed into what we now have as Judaism. They denied Christ, so everything about their Messiah belief system changed. And they kept a lot of the old traditions, but still a lot are not practiced. So it's a whole different ballgame now. So this Judaism I'm talking about is modern Judaism. So in the statement, I am God, no, the, the, the Jews do not say that they are each a God that I know of. <laughs> um, they still believe in Yahweh, uh, but they deny many of his acts. So it's an interesting dichotomy, but, but no, they do not say that they are God. Morality is relative. Well, in general, no. Morality is not relative because they still do believe in Yahweh God. Morality is based upon his commands, for the most part, plus they've added in the Talmud and all these other things. But I'm going to leave that one off the table for now. For the Jews, morality is not relative. There is a absolute morality that they should be trying to attain. <clears throat> uh, then the, the statement, Jesus is not God's son. Yes, the Jews would say definitely Jesus is not God's son. They have spent decades, not decades, uh, millennia trying to disprove that Jesus was God's son, uh, working really hard at it. And so they do not believe that Jesus is God's son. They denied him in the first century when he came, and they continuously have denied him ever since. And they fought hard against the ideas through history. Uh, I could probably do another video on that. That's how they have tried to obscure the fact that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. God is evil. No, a Jew would not say God is evil, obviously. Uh, would uh, contend that God is good and has their best interests in heart at heart. So that's not on the list for Judaism. Satan is good. No, the Jews definitely think Satan is the adversary, that he is bad. Now, you know, you talk about like Talmudic or Babylonian Judaism, it blurs the lines, but we're going to talk a little bit about that later. Uh, but in general, Judaism, as it should be understood through the rabbinical teachings prior to Christ, Satan is not good. He is the adversary. There are many gods. No, uh, there's only one God according to the Jews. Uh, the Shema states that very plainly. Uh, and so Jesus, or excuse me, God Yahweh is the only God. There are many paths to God or to enlightenment or fulfillment. No, I don't believe the Jews would say this. They would say that uh, the one path is through righteousness, 
they work hard still, of course, against the laws in the Old Testament and their and the addition of their rabbinical laws, and they say that that essentially is is what it's about. Um, it's about staying in a righteous position before God, partaking in all the feasts and the Rosh Hashanah and everything to cleanse yourself, and staying in that one path. So they they think there's one path. They wouldn't say it's the same path as a Christian, but there's only one. And then the statement, I hate Christians, they definitely would say they hate Christians. Jews despise Christians because of their belief in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. Their Talmud says all sorts of horrible, horrible, disgusting things about both Christians and Jesus Christ himself. Um, and if you're interested in that, I encourage you to search that out. You can find information online about that. So that's Judaism. So there's not a lot of difference here, but the the key components that are different between Christianity and Judaism here, that Jesus is not God's son and they hate Christians. Hating, hating Christians, this last t point on these different religions is going to be, it's like, well, they're thrown in this bucket over here, the bucket of the antithesis of Christianity. So essentially, if the, the religion hates Christianity, it is in the opposite field as Christianity. And so even though many of these are not checked off, you will see at the end why Judaism falls in line with these other religions. Catholicism. So Catholicism does not say that the practitioner is God, um, still believes in Yahweh God. <clears throat> Morality is not relative for a Catholic. There is a very high standard of morals and ethics that... Uh, I believe they would teach is absolute, although a lot is shifting in the Catholic Church in the modern time, and so it, it's hard these days. Some of these statements are hard to pin down, but I'm just saying through history, the majority of Catholicism, this is the, the, the way this goes. Jesus is not God's son. No, the Catholic would say Jesus is God's son, although it's interesting how the Catholic doesn't seem to worship Jesus as much or venerate him as much as they do even like Mary or the saints. So it's a very odd thing. Um, the Catholic would not say God is evil, and the Catholic would not say Satan is good. They have a, a similar view to the Christian or the Jew about both those things, that God's intent is the best for humanity and that Satan's intent is the worst. So the point, there are many gods. Now, I put this as a yes for Catholicism, and that's because, as I just mentioned, they not only worship God, but they extend that worship uh, from God and Christ to Mary and other saints. And they, they truly do, if you watch their practices, they worship those other saints and Mary. And so they pray to them, they all the things that you would in practice do in, as a Christian to God the Father, they do to all those. And so I left this as a yes for Catholicism because it is as if they are venerating the saints and Mary as gods. There are many paths to God. Yes, the, the strange thing about Catholicism, especially in the 20th century, is that the idea of ecumenism filtered into the teachings of the Pope and the Church, uh, and so ecumenism being that seeking out the unity between all religions. And that's a whole other topic <clears throat> I've addressed before in some videos, but 
But because of ecumenism, Catholicism, and specifically the popes, have been for the past couple decades recognizing other religions as valid and, and seeking out the unity of the Catholic Church with those other religions, including Buddhism, um, New Age type uh, religions, which we're going to look at in a minute. Uh, but but it's just interesting. So I've left the many paths to God as a yes, because that seems to be what they're teaching now. And then the I hate Christians, I actually put this as a yes, because, because of the Christians, uh, traditional Christians view that the Catholic Church, nothing stands between the believer and God. But the Catholic Church says the Pope stands between the believer and God. And in general, Catholics dislike Christians. <clears throat> and the popes, by the way, from their pulpit in Rome, have been teaching against the Christians for a long time now. And, and so it's very contradictory to Christianity now, the, the pure Catholicism coming out of the Vatican. Um, and so there's some very odd things going on with the Catholic Church, and we have to recognize that they do not line up with real biblical Christianity. Now, Islam... Islam would not say that the, you are God or I am God. They would say that Allah is God. And I don't think that is, they make it equivalent to Yahweh, but I don't think that he shares the same properties as Yahweh. So <clears throat> their God, Allah, I believe is a, a perversion. But they would not say they are God. And then is morality relative I would have to, in this case, now, you would say at first, well, they have a moral code, right? They have the Sharia law. They have these different things. But you have to look at, I was looking at it from the perspective of throughout history, they have slaughtered people who were considered infidels, who were not believers in the Prophet Muhammad. Uh, in fact, Muhammad himself led raids to slaughter and rape and pillage while he was preaching his new religion. And even today, if you talk with uh, Muslims in general and you take their Quran, which says you should kill the infidels, and you ask them about it, they say, yes, we should. Even though most of them live out their lives without being violent, um, they would agree that that's what their religion is about, is killing people. And so the morality level is, to me, it is quite relative. They do the things they want to do out of their book. They don't do the things they want. They don't want to do out of their book. They teach things that are anti-moral, including killing people. And they perform all sorts of horrible things upon their own people, like their women and all this other stuff. It's just ridiculously gross. Uh, so I left morality relative as a yes for Islam. Because they can seem to do anything mor morality-wise to an infidel, but they can't. There is still a moral code that they keep just for themselves, right? So morality is relative to whether you're a Muslim or you're not. Jesus is not God's son. Yes, the Muslim would say that Jesus was not God's son. He's just a prophet. And in fact, most of them would say he's less than a prophet. So they 
venerate Muhammad way over Jesus Christ. They never studied Jesus Christ or his teachings. That's one of the things that actually converts most Muslims is when uh, a Christian can actually work with them and start getting them to see what Christ really taught and how good it was. They realize, well, that is good. Why, why don't I study that? And then that's when God starts to take hold of their heart. God is evil? No, Islam would not say God is evil. Of course, I don't, again, equate their God, Allah, with Yahweh, but uh, they do not say God is evil, and they do not say Satan is good. As far as I know, uh, I actually don't know much about the teaching of Islam on Satan, um, but I would guess that, and my assumption is that it's a similar view to Judaism, that Satan is the adversary. There are many gods. No, Islam does not say there are many gods, although it does venerate Muhammad almost as a god. Uh, but, it, you know, they would say Allah is the god, and he is one. There are many paths. No, Islam says there's one path. They have a lot of weird rules to get there, but there's one path through the prayers and the, the um, journey to Mecca and all the different things they're supposed to do. There's one path to fulfillment as a Muslim. <clears throat> and then, I hate Christians. Yes, and a Muslim would definitely say, I hate Christians. <laughs> they want to kill them. They want to kill us. Uh, although, like I said, many Muslims do not participate in the violent acts of Islam. They still would like to take over. It's kind of like the Jewish idea of Zionism. They still want to take over, even though they're not always actively pursuing it. They would expect that in time, that happens. Uh, and the nonviolent Muslims do that, but the violent ones do kill, they kill whoever is in their way as an infidel. So. Now on to Buddhism. Buddhism would say of the I am God statement, yes, that's the whole goal of Buddhism, is for you to become divine like Buddha did. That through meditation, through emptying yourself, through connection with the, the universal energy, that you will ascend to the state of Buddha. And it's an enlightened state. And that is, that is God. You are God at that point. Morality is relative. Yes, I, I would say in Buddhism, morality is relative. I mean, they, they do teach, and most Buddhists are very good-natured type people, very calm and selfless. But... In general, the morality is not the issue. It's whether you've achieved enlightenment. And so, I just don't think that their whole, their religion is based on any moral code. It's more based on your connection to the divine, meaning the enlightenment stages, and trying to achieve that instead of reincarnating into like a, a dog or something uh, because of your... So I guess there is some sense they want to do good things instead of bad things because of the reincarnation process or the ascension process, but there's no real moral code, so I left it as morality is relative for, for Buddhism. Jesus is not God's son. A Buddhist would definitely assert that Jesus was not God's son, but he is a god, just like Buddha, just like you can be. Uh, he was one of the humans that achieved Buddha, the state of enlightenment. Uh, but he is not God's son. And so the answer is yes for Buddhism. He is not God's son. God is evil. A Buddhist wouldn't really say that, but then, of course, they don't really talk about God, a God, 
as a personal thing or you know any any sense of that so i left that off for this one satan is good i don't think a buddhist would say this i don't know what buddhists really say about satan it's not really part of their kind of belief system they may have some kind of belief system on it but there's a lot of different strains of buddhism that believe different things probably about that type of thing there are many gods. Yes, Buddhism says there's many gods because everyone can be a god and many have attained godhood, uh, including Buddha and Christ. And there are many paths to enlightenment. Yes, it seems like the way they describe it, there's, you can take different roads to get to enlightenment. Some, some things along that road are the same for everyone and some aren't. So I think that they would say there's many paths to this enlightenment. And I hate Christians. I don't think Buddhists would ever say they hate anyone uh, because that's part of their enlightenment process. They don't want to hate anybody. Uh, hate is, um, is kind of the negative force. They're looking for the positive force to get them to the next stage, right? So uh, left that one off. But there's a lot of things here that are checked off for Buddhism. Um, and specifically, you know, the two, again, that I look at is this Jesus is not God's son or I hate Christians because those things are linchpins. Uh, also, the I am God. If, if you believe you're God, then that destroys any authority you give or hold or admiration or whatever for the real God, God Yahweh. Let's move on here to, uh, to Hinduism. And you'll notice this has a lot of these things checked off. I am God. So a Hindu, similar to a Buddhist, is seeking enlightenment, connection to the universal, and... <clears throat> So in the sense of achieving divinity, yes, the Hindu does seek for that through his meditation, through his connection to the other spirits out there. Morality is relative. Uh, yes, a Hindu generally doesn't have a specific moral code. The, the moral code of every Hindu is determined by the Hindu gods that they worship particularly. And the Hindu gods they worship, they all have different stories and focuses. And so if you're worshiping Shiva, then you have a different focus and mindset than someone who's worshiping the, the what is it, the elephant god. I don't remember the name of that one. But there's all these different gods. And I think that the religion allows for you to focus in and hone in on one that you like and connect with that one. But there's no real moral code that supersedes any of that. So it's really about your interaction with those gods. Um, Jesus is not God's son. Yes, a Hindu generally would say Jesus was not God's son. He was possibly, some Hindus would admit that he's one of these gods because Hindus have hundreds and hundreds of gods. And it depends on where in India you live as to which gods, you know, you're people believe in and all this other stuff so Jesus was definitely not seen as anything other than possibly just one of these named gods all over the place just one of many God is evil um, I put yes here and that's because some of the gods they, they don't recognize Yahweh God the highest of the most high the God of hosts that the scriptures talk about <clears throat> But they recognize all these other gods. So in the sense that each of these is their god, some of them do very evil things. There's some that kill their children and in this, the legends surrounding the, the gods. They killed their children, ate their heads, and did all sorts of weird things. 
And so there's good gods and evil gods. And so, yes, in a sense, God is evil because there is evil ones and good ones that they worship. Satan is good. Yes, I, I don't know why it would, again, it's there's so many in their pantheon that if Satan is considered one of their gods, then he probably has good attributes and bad ones. It's always kind of this dualistic balance between there's good and evil and everything kind of thing. There are many gods, yes. There are many gods in Hinduism. There are many paths, yes. I think the Hindus definitely believe that because it's, again, based on your locality in India, your class status, which gods you're serving, your family gods, if you will. Um, and so there's very many paths that you can follow throughout life to reach fulfillment in terms of God or religion there. And then I hate Christians. I don't think any Hindu I've met would ever say that, uh, but they probably don't recognize our religion as much of anything. They have their pantheon of gods and that practice, and they they just they just don't recognize Christianity um, as as part of their belief systems. So they don't hate Christians, but they also don't recognize us as anything important. Now, the New Age religion, man, this is interesting. We've checked all the boxes here on New Age. I am God. Yes, the New Age religion, just like Buddhism, Hinduism, which it's kind of like an offshoot of those, by the way, amalgamation of a lot of Eastern religions. But definitely, you're seeking to become God or become divine in your connection to the spiritual. To empty yourself, just like the Buddhist, to connect with <clears throat> any other spirit out there, uh, and in so doing, you are connecting to your godhood. You're trying to look within yourself, find your godhood, and then connect out to all the other spirits out there that are apparently they're all gods. I don't, I don't understand the mentality there. But um, definitely, you would say you're a god if you can get there. And morality is definitely relative. In fact, New Age really teaches there's no good and bad. There's no right and wrong. It's really up to you to define that for yourself. That's part of your godhood. You're becoming a god, is defining what's right and wrong for you uh, and seeking out what you want. Essentially, it's, it's very hedonistic. It's kind of like you seek out what you're wanting, and that's your path to godhood. Jesus is not God's son, yes. New Agers would say Jesus wasn't God's son. Uh, most of the New Age people believe that Jesus was a New Ager himself, that he had practiced these things and was enlightened. That's why he was such a good teacher or whatever they consider him to be, um, just like Gandhi or the, the gurus in India or whatever. Um, so Jesus was not God's son. He was just another one of these things that just like you can become. God is evil, yes. The New Agers generally take a position that if there is a God... Yahweh, or if there was, as the Bible says, then he was trying to keep knowledge from people. And, and that whole idea, and if we're going to see this repeated in a couple religions, a few, that in the Garden of Eden, that the, the reason he wouldn't let Adam and Eve eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which they see as a good thing, they want that knowledge, these New Agers, and as we are going to see, the Gnostics, the Kabbalists, the uh, Luciferians, they see that as God keeping knowledge away from Adam and Eve, which I think is infantile and a horrible view of 
what that tree represented. <clears throat> but that's how they see it. And so they see God as the, the, the bad guy keeping knowledge away from Adam and Eve. And they see Satan as the good guy trying to give them the knowledge. And of course, that's a very Gnostic idea, and that filtered in from Gnosticism into a bunch of other religions. We're going to talk about these in a second. But New Age is part of those that system of religions that, that does that. It flips the book of Genesis on its head and makes God the bad guy and Satan the good guy. So God is evil to a New Ager, and Satan is good because he's enlightened. He enlightened Adam and Eve with the knowledge of good and evil from the tree, right? So that's how they see that, and that Satan is just as the, the Luciferians, the Illuminati, the Hermeticists, Satan is the enlightened one. He brings knowledge to mankind. So in the New Age, when you get down to it and you look at how they think about Satan, they are looking to Satan for knowledge and enlightenment. There are many gods. Yes, the New Ager says there are many gods, just like the Hindu. Again, they've incorporated Hinduism, Buddhism, a lot of animism. There's the Animals have spirits. Trees have spirits. There are spirits. There are gods. You've got to connect with them. You become a god yourself. There are many paths. Yes, the New Ager believe there's many, many paths to this enlightenment state, this in, you know, coming of yourself into godhood uh, that it can be achieved through meditation and yoga and all these other different things and everybody takes their own path to get there and it's all about you it's all about you i hate christians yes new agers would generally say they hate christians because christians are closed-minded they don't understand what we do about for instance the garden of eden where satan enlightened adam and eve according to them Christians are stupid and we hate them because they, you know, uh, denounce what we're doing in the New Age movement, in the New Age philosophies. We hate the Christians because they stand for moral code and we don't. Essentially, on almost every point, the New Age religion is in opposition directly to every tenet of Christianity, by the way. So as you can see on our list here, we've gone through. Now, Gnosticism... I wanted to hit this because this is the root of both New Age and some others we're going to see in a minute, including Satanism itself. Gnosticism says, I am God. And the, the way it's talking about that is that, uh, just like we were just talking, uh, man was to be enlightened. And, and it's the same thing about the Garden of Eden and Satan and God, Satan being the good guy, giving knowledge to Adam and Eve. Um, but that knowledge is to enlighten a man to the point where he can achieve godhood himself. Morality is relative in the Gnostic thought, uh, and that's because the Gnostics, and this Gnostic view came out of pre-Christ uh, Greek philosophy is where Gnosticism came from. And I think it was actually rooted in uh, the Hermeticism that came out of out of Egypt, into Persia, and then into Greece. But morality is relative because the Gnostic sees all flesh, all materialism, all, all the material world as irrelevant. Only the spiritual is important. So the Gnostic could really 
do anything in the flesh, do any horrible thing they wanted to without moral consequence because, because all things done in the flesh were, were not valuable in any way whatsoever and meant nothing. Meaningless is the, what they would say about things done in the material world. It's meaningless. The only thing that's true is the spirit. So it doesn't matter what you do while you're a human or while you're material. Jesus is not God's son. Well, I wouldn't say that necessarily because the Gnostics had an interesting, weird view. And when Jesus came on the scene, they integrated Jesus with the Gnostic ideas they had in philosophy. And so Jesus became an example, like the New Age movement, an example of someone who understood and was enlightened. And, and to the Gnostics, Jesus uh, was a, had achieved everything spiritually that the Gnostics wanted to achieve. And so they wouldn't say he's not God's son. In a sense, they believed in some kind of God and, and a demiurge and Sabaoth, which I think was their equivalent of Yahweh, and that Jesus Christ came from him. But it's... it's uh, it's something I need to study more likely, but the, the things I've read, like the Pistis Sophia, is, uh, it's a strange story, and it's weird how they weave Christ into their, their philosophy. So I left that one off. But God is evil, just like the New Agers. In the garden, God was the evil one trying to keep knowledge away from Adam and Eve. And, and, Eve. Uh, and then Satan was the good guy trying to give them knowledge through the tree. And there are many gods. The Gnostics believe in the, the system of aeons, the archons. Uh, and so there's all these different emanations from the source, which is the Gnostic highest level god. But there's all these other gods as well, Satan and Sabaoth. And I can't name them because I can't remember. It's from a long time ago when I read all that stuff. But there's a lot of these aeons or uh, archons, if you will, and so there's a whole genealogy of them, really. Um, so that's something, if you're interested in, you can look at. But there are many, many gods in Gnostic thought, and there are many paths to this godhood for the human. And I hate Christians. Yeah, I think the Gnostics kind of despised Christians and tried to convert them uh, when they were in full-fledged, you know, going uh, full force in the first few centuries. But... Um, I think they hated Christianity for the same reason New Agers hate Christianity because the Christians were out in the streets preaching against them every day and it was against this idea that God had kept any knowledge from us. There was some secret knowledge that you're trying to gain to achieve Godhood and that uh, Satan was some good guy trying to give it to you. No, no. And so they do hate Christians in that sense. Now, Kabbalism, I don't know if you know much about Kabbalism, but it's, the, it's like this mystical Babylonian offshoot of Judaism, all right? And it includes talking and controlling demons and achieving spiritual godhood through uh, the Sephiroth, and that's connected to your body and your spirit and how you do certain things. You, you achieve these Sephiroth, and then you... Are, you become like a god yourself. So uh, Kabbalists would say, I am God. Yes, I think in a sense they would say that because you're essentially controlling God 
through mysticism and magic and in your practice of this religion. You're controlling demons, you're controlling spirits, you're getting what you want out of the world by your ability to manipulate the spiritual. It's kind of like witchcraft in a way, but it's merged and melded with uh, Babylonian and Persian Judaism. And it is just crazy stuff. Morality is relative. Yes, I would say morality is relative to a Kabbalist because they, uh, their practices include things that are what we would consider evil. So if there's a moral code with the Kabbalist, it may have some root in Judaism, but I don't think they actually hold to much of it. It's more about what powers they can gain. That's what Kabbalism is all about, is the human gaining power over spiritual things and amassing that into himself. Jesus is not God's son. Yes, they would say that because uh, it's roots in Judaism. So they deny Jesus as anything. Um, Perhaps they see him as some sort of spiritual leader or something, uh, but I my guess is that no, he is uh, considered uh, the enemy. That God is evil and Satan is good. Yes, they the Kabbalists have the same ideas of God and Satan as the Gnostics. In fact, the Gnostic thought probably was also amalgamated into Kabbalist thought around the time of Jesus Christ. When, when Jesus Christ came on the scene and just obliterated the Jewish practices by destroying the temple and creating Christianity and taking the authority away from the Jews, taking everything away that they had had because they had, they had never kept God's commandments. It had gotten to a point he couldn't take it any longer. And God prophesied all through the Old Testament, I'm going to judge you. Watch out. Turn back to me. And they didn't. But so much happened when Christ came, and it so obliterated Judaism that it, you know, the Pharisees and these Babylonian Jews and all this Persian mysticism all blended into these different horrible just perversions of the Jewish religion. And this is one of those. There are many gods. Yes, I, I believe they think this. The Kabbalists, they intend through their magical arts and practices to communicate with spirits and gods and everything like that. And I think if there is a god for them, it's probably Satan. But uh, they in general speak to many spirits and control them and, and see you as ascending. So I don't think that they see one god. There's many for them. And there are many paths to that through the practices of their magical mysticism. And do they hate Christians? Sure, they hate Christians. Christians are the antithesis of what they are. Um, every point we've gone through here, they disagree with Christians on. Now, Hermeticism. <clears throat> now, this is Hermetics came out of Egypt. There was a man named, uh, supposedly in history, Hermes Trismegistus, which was the basis of a lot of Persian mysticism and then uh, specifically in the 17th and 18th centuries Hermeticism was picked up and uh, turned into a very thriving type of belief system um, specifically the 18th century uh, and the early uh, 19th and or excuse me 19th century I'm thinking it's hard it's the 1800s, the 19th century, uh, and the early 20th century, like with 
Madame Blavatsky, uh, and some of the different people like her that took the Hermeticist, Alchemist, it's alchemy, it's all these different things blended, but made a, truly a religious practice out of it. Um, the Hermeticist wouldn't, I don't know if they would say they are God, but again, it's kind of like the Kabbalists. They believe they can achieve some sort of enlightenment state. Um, morality is relative, yes, definitely morality is relative. The Hermeticist, generally, the idea is that you create your own morality. Uh, you are your own master. It's, it's humanistic. Um, and so there's no moral code of the Hermeticist. There is the Hermeticist trying to achieve knowledge and enlightenment through, again, through kind of alchemical, magical arts and uh, a belief system rooted in Gnosticism again. Again, this is Gnosticism blended with a few other things. Jesus is not God's son. No, the Hermeticist would not say Jesus is God's son. He might say that he was, he had... Jesus had studied the ways of Hermes and understood and was enlightened himself in these things, but they wouldn't talk about him as God's son. <clears throat> God is evil. The Hermeticists would say that God definitely was evil like the others, the Gnostics in the garden. God was trying to keep man from knowledge and from understanding and that Satan was the one giving that to them. So Satan is the good guy. For the Hermeticist, there are many gods to the Hermeticist. Uh, you're a god if you achieve with the, you know, essentially discovering the Philosopher's Stone, uh, which is actually a symbolic allegory for your godhood. Uh, that's what a lot of people don't understand when they study alchemy is that the Philosopher's Stone was not a real stone. They used that as a public face to what they were trying to study and it was they were trying to enlighten themselves to the point of godhood and that was the philosopher's stone it was within them but there are many gods because they're all trying to get to that point there are many paths through alchemy and hermeticism and all these different ways that you can achieve that uh, every man essentially in the hermeticist philosophy every man is responsible for trying to find that himself so it's your own path that gets you there and then do i hate christians yes the hermeticists generally hated christians um madame blavatsky for instance because she's just the most well-known name in hermeticism in the past few centuries um wrote wrote prolifically on this but they again have such divergence with christians and despise jesus christ that they are in the category of hating Christians. Now the religion of Thelema is almost the same type of thing. It's rooted in Gnosticism and Persian mysticism, but it literally is getting very close to just Satanism outright. Am I God? Well, in a sense that you are God because you are, and by the way, Thelema is the, the religion established by Aleister Crowley. And if you ever look up this guy, I mean, you can do it. It, it. I encourage you, if you're interested, find out what he believed. But he was essentially, he, he's the one that said, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. So their morality was do whatever you want to do. So morality, there's no moral code. It's relative. Jesus is not God's son. In fact, Jesus was the enemy of Thelema. 
because Thelema was really so close to Satanism and Satan worship. In fact, I think that Aleister Crowley uh, did engage in Satan worship. So <clears throat> Jesus is not God's son in their view, or if he is, they hate him. Uh, God is evil. He's not the one you want to follow, but Satan is good. He's trying to give you everything. He's letting you do whatever you want. He's letting you make your own law, and he's letting you determine your own reality as far as they would say it, although that's not true. Um, there are many gods in Thelema. I would say yes in the sense that they do, they have rituals and practices and magic incantations that they use to speak to spirits. They're really angels and demons, but I think in the sense that there's worship involved and there's that, that these are to them gods. Although I think that the Lemists really would see Satan as the highest god. And that there are many paths to godhood or to fulfillment as a Thelemist. Yes, there are many paths because you do whatever you want to achieve. There are some rites and rituals that Crowley had built into the religion. And so uh, there are things you can do that are part of that. I don't know that there's requirements uh, for advancement. Uh, maybe there is. I, I know that I've read some of the books that he wrote, little pieces, but... Um, I do think there was a ways to graduate up the the authority structure inside the lemma, but uh, I think in general to the the goal of your own satisfaction, fulfillment, godhood, there's still many paths in this religion. And I hate Christians. Yes, Crowley hated Christians and Christianity. And it's funny because Crowley grew up in a Christian home, as I think is what I remember. But he hates God. He hates Christ and hates Christians. Now, this is the mind blow for me. When I, I got to this one and I started comparing atheism against these other religions, how does it stack up with our points? Atheism, does it say I am God? Not really because it's saying you know, atheism essentially is supposed to be there is no God. There's no God out there. There's no, none of that. It's not, it doesn't exist. But in the sense of you being 100% responsible to no one but yourself, maybe there is some sort of saying you are a God because you're only beholden to yourself in atheism, nobody else. Morality is relative to an atheist, definitely, because there's no God, there's no established moral code. So the atheist thinks that he can do whatever he wants with no consequence. And, and some would say, some atheists, they try to, try to get out of this idea, because if God doesn't exist, there is no moral code. We're all on equal playing field here, right? But some atheists try to get around this because they don't like that idea. They're like, well, they should, no one should be able to do whatever they want to me, so I'm going to say that the, there's a moral code of you can't do anything that prevents someone else from doing what they want to do or, or violates one of their kind of natural rights. But the problem is they have no basis for making that argument. So th there's no morality in atheism. Don't let them try to fool you. Jesus is not God's son. Yes, the atheist says Jesus is not real. He didn't exist. All the writings the dozens and dozens and hundreds of writings about Jesus Christ, they didn't, they were all faked. They were all faked, all plagiarized. Hundreds of them. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. 
And so they don't they don't believe Jesus existed. They say if he did, he wasn't God's son. Uh, most won't admit that he possibly even existed. So they think it's just a some somehow all of the whole world got confused back then and changed all the calendars and you know the whole everything was turned upside down. Somehow the whole world was just confused. There was really no Jesus. <clears throat> um, the atheist would say God is evil, and not in the sense that he exists, but just that the idea of God is evil, right? And Satan is good. Well, you know, it's interesting. Atheists denying God, some atheists are almost more simpatico with Satan. They want to deny God, but sometimes you see atheists siding with Satanists. This is what I keep finding. This is one of the reasons I'm doing this video, is because when I studied atheism, and I listened to the atheists talk, they sounded like they were saying the same things as Satanists say. And in fact, they are most of the time. So part of this is that I want atheists to realize that they are siding with Satanism in their goals and their beliefs, most of their beliefs. Atheism would say there are many gods, and I have this as a yes. I'm not sure I meant to do that. I think that was a mistake. There's no gods. Atheism would say there's no gods, so I think this is not supposed to be a yes here. Um, but there are many paths to human fulfillment, yes. Uh, the atheist would say, you do whatever you want, just like the Philemist. See, that's where these, these religions cross over, and that's why atheism to me is a religion. And, and in fact, I think it was a built religion, whether the atheist would realize or acknowledge that or not. And I hate Christians. Yes, the atheists hate Christians because the Christians keep telling the atheists that there's a God they need to be beholden to, that they need to be accountable to, that they need to do good things and not do bad things. And atheists are like, I do bad things because I want to and there's no God. And they're going to keep trying to do that and say that because it makes them feel okay with their lives, their lives of sexual impurity and, you know, substance abuse and and doing whatever they want to anyone they want because they just want to advance themselves that's what an atheist is all about itself and so they hate christians because christians are the antithesis of that and christians are trying to convert them and atheists hate that now this is also the mind blow <laughs> Progressive Christianity and a, a form of Christianity has so much in common with these other religions. Am I God? Yes, the progressive Christian says things that, that imply that you can achieve the things that Jesus Christ achieved and be like him. They say things like, you have the Christ consciousness in you. You are a Christ. They say these things. And it's funny, so do the New Agers, and so do some of the Buddhists, and the Gnostics said that, and the, uh, essentially, any of those religions that said that you have divinity in you were saying the same thing, and it is the same as this progressive Christianity that says there's a Christ, you are a Christ in and of yourself. Morality is relative. Now, I put this as a yes because progressive Christianity 
devalues the moral code and the scriptures to the point where things start to become okay that are not okay. Things start to become good or okay that are actually sins. For instance, the big debate right now is that progressive Christianity is, is totally accepting the LGBTQ movement. And so they have found a way to remove the teachings about sexual impurity and the natural function of men and women and the teachings of the Old Testament and, and even into the New about being effeminate and being homosexual and sodomites. They've taken all those things and said, well, the way they explain it is that we can't trust the scriptures. They've been modified over time, and we don't think that stuff was really in there. Or, or they'll say it meant something different than it really means. Uh, they'll find a way to make morality more relative for them because they say things like, I want to act in my own truth. Which, what does that mean? You don't have truth. God is truth. And so the problem is that that allows them to build a morality structure for themselves. So morality in progressive Christianity is relative, whether they'd like to say that or not. Jesus is not God's son. Progressive Christians would generally say Jesus was God's son. Uh, and so, you know, they, I think they vary in the ways they describe that, but I think in general most progressive Christians would still say Jesus was God's son. God is evil. The this, this just striking fact here is that most progressive Christians say that God was vindictive. And just like the Gnostics we read about, the New Age religion, the, the Lamists, the Satanists that we're going to read about in a second, they believe that God in the garden was trying to keep Adam and Eve from the knowledge of the good and evil on the tree, and that Satan was the one trying to let them have that. And so progressive Christianity takes a diluted view of Satan as the enemy and says, well, you know, in that case, God seemed to be on the wrong side of this thing. Satan was... That's how they explain it. I've heard it from their mouths, and I could pull clips and put a video together of that, but progressive, quote, Christianity is saying God is, in a sense, evil, and that Satan, in a sense, is good. And that there are many gods, no, progressive Christianity doesn't say this specifically. Um, it still is talking about God, and, you know, it's hard to even find out sometimes what they're really saying, but that there are many paths to fulfillment as a Christian. The progressive Christians would say, yes, there's many paths. They don't stay to the structure of the, the scriptures on what the path of a Christian is or should be according to the teachings of Christ. It's more about you finding happiness where you are, building your morality that you like, and then somehow in the midst of that, you're supposed to be achieving some kind of oneness with God. That's what they talk about. They talk about achieving uh, in, in after death that you achieve this unity with the God, the source, the all source. And so when you die, hopefully you've achieved this, uh, I don't know, state in, of enlightenment maybe. I don't know if they talk about it like that, but you've achieved to become one with God become one with him, not 
not go to heaven with where he is, which is what Christians believe, but the progressive Christian says you're going to become one with God after death, which is, again, a very, they take, they make a very allegorical view of the scripture, if they even use it at all. And they make it say whatever they like, which in this case lines right up with Gnosticism and Luciferianism. And I hate Christians. Well, in a sense, when a traditional Christian comes up against a progressive Christian, the progressive Christian dismisses and discards all the things that the Christian says. So I think, in a sense, they do hate normal, normative Christianity, uh, biblical Christianity, because they, again, don't value the Bible. They don't value the authority of the Scripture. They say it's a, a hodgepodge of mistakes and errors, and nobody can know if that stuff in there is really right. So they essentially have made a religion unto themselves, apart from the scriptures, taking bits and pieces they like, and then making it into something they, they want. And let me just say that after studying progressive Christianity for a few months here, because it's brand, I mean, it's kind of new. It's been around a couple few years here, I think. It used to be called the emergent church movement. I think that in that sense, it's been around for a, a while. But I truly think that it has been infiltrated by people that are pushing the movement to a place that is the antithesis of Christianity. Whether you would say that's the CIA or some other covert group, I don't know that for sure. But it seems to me that the only way you can believe things that they are saying and just throw the Bible away is, is that these people have, someone has gotten inside this movement and is forcing it in this direction. This isn't a natural outcome of studying your Bible, all right? So there's no possible way that a traditional Christian can get to this point without some guiding influence. So I truly believe the churches in the progressive Christian movement have been infiltrated, whether it's by Satanists or CIA or, you know, they're all the same. But something has happened in those movements and pushed their churches in this direction to where the Bible's not important. God is sometimes good, sometimes bad. Jesus isn't his son. Satan was sometimes a good guy. This is These are conclusions you cannot come to by just reading the scripture and believing it. Now for the last slide, Satanism, because it checks all the boxes. And I wanted you to see the combo, the comparison between all these religions and Satanism. So in Satanism, I am God. Yes, in the sense that you are to take the cue from Lucifer, from Satan himself, and be your own director, be your own God. Satan, in fact, the church doesn't teach that Satan demands your worship. It's more about you just not worshiping Jesus, just not worshiping God, all right? And so in the sense of, of are you in the driver's seat or is a God or someone else in the driver's seat? It's you. You're in the driver's seat with Satanism. Satan doesn't demand you, you worship him, although many Satanists do. But in the sense that there's no other God besides what you say in your head, you are God. Is morality relative? Well, Satanism says there's no morality. There is no morality. You do whatever you want, just like Thelema, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. And you build that morality for yourself, whatever you think it ought to be. You're, you're the decision maker. 
And it's just funny that, you know, you'd think that Satanism would put Satan in the chair, in the throne, and demand worship, and demand... No, Satan doesn't do that. He demands you just don't worship. Just don't worship God. Don't worship anything else. Worship yourself. Jesus is not God's son. Yes, the Satanist says Jesus is hes worthless. He's junk. He's not God's son. Or if the Satanist agrees that Jesus is God's son, he says, well, that's that doesn't matter because God is evil. <laughs> and the next point, God is evil. So Jesus may be his son, but Jesus is evil too because he's God's son. Uh, in fact, maybe I should have taken off that Jesus is not God's son because I do think Satanists mostly believe Jesus is God's son and that God is evil and therefore Jesus is evil. And they believe Satan is good, of course, because he's teaching you to be enlightened, to do whatever you want, to not be not be uh, hindered by any moral code or any God who's trying to tell you how to act or behave. That is the lie of the garden, he says. Don't listen to God. He's trying to keep you down, keep you from knowledge. So go experience everything. Do everything. Don't worship anyone except yourself and find what you want. That is the key to Satanism. There are many gods, yes, in the sense that no one is a god and everyone is a god. There is no god. Satan is there trying to egg you along, standing beside you, and he is you know, in a sense, a powerful being to Satanists. But I don't think um, that the Satanist, the Church of Satan teaches that Satan is the one that you have to worship. I don't think he even requires that. It's more about finding any path you want and making it happen. And then, oh, by the way, here's some rituals you can do that, you know, where you you sacrifice children or you sacrifice animals and you do these blood things they give you power so if you want power you go over here and do these rituals too and of course that's how you get they get people drawn into the 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 ritualistic side of satanism because they include you know they involve blood sacrifice and drinking blood and eating of human flesh cannibalism uh, and different things, sexual orgy. And so those things are pleasurable to the flesh. So once they get a person to reject all Christian ideas, then they, they ease them into the ritualistic side of Satanism, which then feeds the flesh, feeds the fleshly satisfactions. And so then they get pulled into that, and they want to do it more and more and more. Uh, the violence, the, you know, again, the, the blood drinking, all the different things they do, and it is so addictive, um, and, and they get stuck in it and want more all the time. And so then it becomes a worship of Satan only because those people are then addicted to the ritualism, the, uh, the things they're doing to their bodies, um, the pleasures involved. There are many paths. Yes, you're choosing your own path. And do I hate Christians as a Satanist? Yes, Christians are the enemy because they're trying to keep you from doing whatever you want. That's the that is the cry of the thelemist, the Satanist. The Christians are there to stop you. That's all they are is a roadblock. And of course this makes sense in the idea of a Satan wanting to destroy Christianity. He comes up with a way that feeds your desires, feeds your flesh, 
feeds everything you want, which is to have no accountability and to do whatever you want, feeds your lust for power, for pleasure, and then throws Christians in the, the path because Christians are in, they're the blockade for Satanism, which is, you know, and so it just, to me, it, it falls into this crystal clear picture of that Satanism is built from the ground up to cause humans to not go after God. That's all it's about. It's not really about worshiping Satan. He doesn't even care. He just doesn't want them to go to God. So here's the comparison chart, just so you can see everything at once. Um, let me see if I can get that. Well, I won't get it bigger, but I think you can see it. And of course, Christianity, traditional Christianity at the top, biblical Christianity, where none of these things are. And as you go down this list, um, and you can pause it and go through all this, but you see how connected these all these religions are. Starting with like Judaism and Catholicism, they have some of the things in them that are the antithesis of Christianity. But then as you go through Muslim, uh, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, those get some of those ideas also that take God out of the picture. But then as you get into the New Age, Gnosticism, Kabbalism, Hermeticism, Thelema, it's right down the line moving you through Gnostic thought to Luciferianism. And then progressive Christianity and atheism, these two religions don't realize it, but they are one step away from Satanism itself. And I can't believe that a group that calls themselves Christians, progressive Christianity, could actually believe that Luciferian thought could be considered Christian. I mean, to me, it's as plain as the nose on their face, but I think a lot of Christians are very confused right now because of this. And then atheism, the atheists are a tool, and the Satanists will actually tell you this that they have built and used atheism now for decades to move people away from God and slowly towards Satanism. Because actually, you know what's funny about most many atheists is they slowly devolve into Satanistic tendencies and thoughts and beliefs. And they also partner with Satanists on their belief system. They partner with Satanists on things like abortion and things like governmental control, Marxism, communism. The atheists partner with the Satanists on ideas of morality. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. And the Satanists go, yeah, atheist, you're right. You're so smart. You atheists are so smart. Do whatever you want. That's exactly what we teach. Good job. They say... You know, the Satanists are over here egging the atheists on. Go ahead, atheists. You know, there's many paths to whatever it is you're seeking for. And you can seek it out over there by yourself, or you can always come into the Satan, the Church of Satan, and you can continue to seek it there, because that's all we care about is letting you seek your own path. That's what Satanism's all about. In fact, some of the Satanists will, especially the like priests in the Church of Satan, they'll they'll say things, stupid things like, Oh yeah, well, you know, you don't have to believe in Satan to be a part of our church. You can come on in, and as long as you, you know, do your own thing and have your own beliefs, uh, go your own direction, but don't put your beliefs on anybody else. The Satanists are egging on the atheists. And as I said before, 
I do truly think that progressive Christianity has been infiltrated by people that are pushing the Satanist ideas. And whether that is actually a, a movement uh, or a, an infiltration by the Church of Satan or by this, you know, some covert group, the CIA has been known to do things like this. Uh, the Vatican is interested in diluting the church right now with ecumenism, and so I wouldn't put it past the Vatican to be involved. But just please recognize the connections between all these religions. And if you're tied up in any of these religions or the thoughts behind these religions, I just beg you, go to the scriptures and trust the Bible. That is what most of these religions do, by the way. By destroying the authority of the Bible, they pull you away from the ideas that are in there, which is that God is good. He created us for a reason. Then Satan tempted us away from that reason. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not something God ever wanted us to have. He didn't want us to have to deal with sin. And, you know, he wanted us to be righteous. And so the knowledge of good and evil was not something we, he, we needed. We needed instead to commune with God, to walk with him in the garden like Adam did, to take the authority God had given Adam, which was to rule over creation. He's like, name the animals. Do this, Adam. You get control and be a, be a steward of all these things. You're my number one guy. Do it. Um, and I, I don't mean that in the sense of that Jesus was number one next to God, but I'm just saying God created man with a place and an authority, Adam and Eve, to do work for him. And it was special and it was pure and wonderful. And then Satan came in with his wonderful tree, which lowered Adam and Eve into a material existence where they were stuck in this good and evil gambit. That's what, that's what the material existence is for humans. It's a good and evil gambit. It's are you going to follow God even when it, you, you don't see him anymore because you're flesh? Are you going to follow God because even though it's, you know, you don't see it all the time. It's spiritual. Or are you going to choose to follow your own desires, do whatever you want, good or evil, do what Satan says you should do, which is do whatever you want. Don't listen to God. He's trying to hold you back. That's your decision in this life. That's what this life is about. And the problem with all these, all these religions that we've gone over is, except for traditional biblical Christianity is they all try to pull you away from the righteousness of God. They all try to pull you away and make you the head of you, make you the decision maker for everything in your life, the builder of your own moral code. We know that that doesn't work. If every man builds his own moral code, then none of them are any more relevant than the other and everyone can do whatever they want. That has to come from God, and it does come from God. That's why he established it. And so it's, it's just very clear to me when we've looked at these religions. They're all trying to take you away from God the Father, the Most High God, the Lord of hosts, the one that created everything. And he created man with a specific purpose. And only after, only after we live a holy life, in observance of his commandments and following him, trusting in him 
for our salvation after death, trusting him that his son Jesus did atone for the sins of mankind so we can be reconciled to him again, trusting in all that and and following the path he's laid out, then we're going to be restored to that. What we what was meant for man before all this started, before this gambit where Satan is trying to pull men, humans away from God, we're going to be restored to what was before that, to what Adam was supposed to be. And we'll be able to fulfill that purpose, and it's going to be the most fulfilling thing you've ever experienced. But it's not in this material world. That's the lie of Satan. He says, if you can just fulfill all your desires now, you'll be good. But what happens is, that sounds great, right? Sounds great. Fulfill all your desires right now. But that takes you out of God's plan, his path to get back to where you were supposed to be. God's the one trying to get you back to that glorified state that man had before the fall. Satan's the one trying to keep man from it by saying, oh, you can experience everything you want right now. Just do whatever you want. And these religions all are playing into that. And just note that I've said that this is not just, you know, Satanism, but it's even a forms of Christianity right now. Atheism, Hermeticism, the Gnostics, the New Age, the Buddhists, the Catholics, and the Muslims, and the Juda Jews, the modern Jews are taking you off track. And they are siding with Luciferianism to do it. I hope this has been interesting for you. This is, man, when I saw the connections here, I just kept seeing these connections everywhere. So I had to do this video to show that. But I thank you for your time invested. It's a long video, but I think talking about this stuff is important for us as Christians. We have to be able to communicate to people when they're sliding into ideas that come from these religions, that those, were, those ideas, those thoughts, those beliefs were built to take you away from God and His Son, Jesus Christ. So please stay on the true path of Jesus Christ. He's laid it out for us. And He says, I can reconcile you to the Father. I'm here to do that. Follow this path and praise the Father in heaven. Pray to your Father in heaven. Worship your Father in heaven. And so we cannot get off that path. Satan is only trying to get us off that path. And so uh, please recognize this in these other religions, these belief systems, and then help people. When you see them falling into some of the practices, doing yoga, uh, you know, meditating, trances, mantras, um, astrology, all these different things are part of this stuff. Kabbalism, by the way, makes heavy use of the astrological signs. I mean, all these different things, they're all blended and it's all tools that Satan is trying to use. So let's not give him the foothold, Christian. Let's stay in the light. God bless you. Take care. Hey guys, it's Bible Scribe again. This, this is a short addendum to my last video where the title was Rooted in Satanism, Just Two Religions. And I realized as I got finished with that video, which was uh, about an hour, 20 minutes, that I had not really addressed why I titled this video just two religions and and the reason is if you watch the other video <clears throat> we went through all these different religions looking at uh, a, a common set of themes that were running throughout almost every religion other than christianity 
uh, true Christianity, that is. And the conclusion that I am starting to come to, uh, and the reason I used this uh, title, Just Two Religions, is that it seems that all anti-Christian religions, all religions that deny Christ, that deny the, uh, the, the Almighty God, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh, all the religions that denounce those things in one way or another seem to be converging. And <clears throat> there is a group of globalists who would love nothing more than to have a one-world religion that's watered down, that denies the authority of Christ and the authority of God the Father. And, and all I see right now as time is moving forward and... Uh, People are getting more and more self-absorbed and lawless. And as we looked in our last video, that morality is, is completely relative to most people. All I see is that all that is converging in upon itself. And what is happening is that all religions are converging into a form of Satanism, a form of hate for Christianity and God and Christ and everything it stands for. And the lines, in, in that sense, to me, the lines are being drawn. And as time is progressing, it's becoming more and more obvious that people are choosing. Whether they like it or not, they are being forced to choose whether they hate God and hate Jesus Christ or whether they are on the side of Jesus Christ and God the Father, the side of light or the side of darkness. And <clears throat> I don't know, you can use the comments section on this video to, to talk about that. Tell me how you feel. Do you see that happening? Because when I look at, for instance, we talked last in the last video about progressive Christianity, an offshoot of Christianity that literally its proponents say online, in speeches, in public, they say that they think God was at times vindictive and bad. They say that Satan at times was doing what was in the best interests of humanity. That is straight up Luciferian doctrine. So then you look at like atheists, and if it isn't necessarily their doctrine, because they, they say they don't have a religion, which I don't believe is true. Their religion seems to be consisting completely of hate for Christians. No other religion do they hate, but atheists hate Christians. And they feel that just by our very existence, that we are a threat to them. Where you know, I don't see anyone out in the streets. No Christians are dragging atheists out in the streets and beating them down with clubs. Uh, I don't understand why they say they are so oppressed by the Christians, that the Christians are such a problem. It's because that the root in their hearts is hatred for God and hatred for Jesus Christ. That's the root, and the root is the same in all these religions. And that's why I, I made this statement, just two religions now. There's Christianity, and then there's everything else, which is all the same, and it's rooted in Satanism. 
So I just wanted to add this little addendum so you understand where, uh, why I made that statement and where all that research in that last video led me. And it was to this conclusion that there are truly, based on what's happening in culture right now, there are truly two religions. You're either following the one, the God, Yahweh, or you hate him. And so you must decide. People are going to have to decide as time goes on. Who do you who do you love? Do you love God or do you love Satan? Do you love lawlessness? The choice is yours. Thank you for your time.